So let's begin. God creates the heaven and earth. Um, let's find, we'll go ahead and do our first verses. Will someone read John 1, 1 through 3 for me? If you can see it, you can probably just read it straight from the... Oh, yeah. Can you see that from up there? No. Do you have it, Dwight? Yeah. All right. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him not anything was made that was made. All right. How about um, Psalm 33, 6 through 9? And then I'm going to want Genesis 1-1 as well. Is it Psalm 36? Uh, Psalm 33, verse 6 through 9. I got it. By the the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. Uh, He gathered the waters of the sea together as in heap. He layeth up the depth in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. And now to Genesis 1-1. Who can tell me Genesis 1-1? That's right, the first mention of baseball. In the beginning. (laughs) So, who... Is the creator. Uh, sure, what an evolution? Positive. Is that what that meant in there? No stars colliding, any of that kind of stuff? Scripturally, scripturally, God is the creator. Who was with him when, when he created the world? Jesus. Well, God is Jesus. Yeah, there you go. Jesus was the creator. All right. So you have God created the world. Christ is part of that, is present. Holy Spirit. Uh, none of that stuff started without God. Okay. Um, it's very clear that God was prior to creation. He wasn't created along with it. Man didn't create God. Okay. No mention in here was any of the other gods that have come across in this world. Right? It's all very clear. Because when we read those other scriptures, it is clear who God is. I'm being pesty, and I'm sorry. That's For newer Christians, I know it's very confusing when you hear God and you say his name is, or Jesus, his name is, blah, 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 blah. And forgive me, Lord, I didn't mean that (laughs) disrespectfully. That's confusing to people, especially newer Christians. Like, someone said God, and someone said Jesus, and he said God is Jesus. Yeah. But Jesus is God's son. Made manifest in flesh. Absolutely, but it is confusing to people. So, well, and that's—I mean—in all honesty, in the Old Testament, in the Old Testament, we're talking about God with the promise of the coming Messiah, which in the New Testament is Jesus Christ in the flesh, God in the flesh. I liken it unto water. Okay, here's how I like to explain the Holy, the Trinity, in case if I've not done this before. How many forms of water is there? Four. Gas. What's that? Three forms of 
Three forms of matter, okay. Gas, <laughs> liquid, and a solid, right? Gas, liquid, and a solid. Okay, without getting all Bill Nye on us, we're just straight. Gas, liquid, and <laughs> gas, liquid, and a solid. They're all considered water. If you looked at them all, they're just different forms of the same thing. And, and that's the easiest way that I have been able to explain the Trinity, okay? Let's say that in, if you're going to use that analogy, when I'm saying the fourth is triple set, if it's actually all three are together at the same time in the same presence, which is kind of cool because you're using water as an example, it can actually appears at a certain temperature, which I'm not going to get into all that, all three forms at the exact same yeah. time, which is really awesome. We, you know, we have to understand the idea of God is not within our mind frame. Right. Okay? And we try to put the idea that God knows everything. Well, God is outside of our time frame. When we're looking, when you look at a tube, you can see the beginning, the middle, and the end of the tube. All right? That's God. God, God is looking at time. So when he is speaking, he is speaking in present form because he is present in past, future, and, and present, you know? And, and that's the confusing part. We cannot put God into our, our finite minds. And so, yes, and that's why I try to stick with, when I'm speaking Old Testament, God and Messiah. New Testament is God, Jesus Christ, and then the Holy Spirit, because he, he, he forms there, okay? Now, they're present in all forms. You know, the Holy Spirit is in there where it talks about the, the power of God and that kind of stuff. The becoming Messiah, obviously, speaking of Jesus Christ, God talking about it's all in there, but try our best so in this situation yes i brought up that christ was with them because i do that because people want to try to say that jesus was just some man that was a decent teacher that people like to follow well that is not obviously true because it is clear in the new testament that when they speak of the word the word is jesus christ so that particular verse attaches jesus christ to back at the very beginning so he can't just be a guy that happened to be on the earth that was a really good teacher. Go ahead. Then when I read it, it looks like all things were made by Jesus, who was the Word. Yeah. So mm -hmm. he had to be the creator. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's why I like to that's why I like that set of verses because that ties him back into being around prior to creation. Now Christ in the flesh obviously wasn't around. But Christ was Christ the part of the Trinity? Okay, so and and the, no, you're exactly that's completely fine because the Trinity really confuses people. Yes, yes, it's a very really tricky situation, but it's because when we look at God, we try to fit Him into this thing. The thing that has always baffled me is the fact that God has always been. I mean, sit there honestly and try to think the fact that He was has always been and that's again that's why i like these verses because these verses say that god created which means he was there prior to this go ahead i'm sorry no you're fine so many people now think that jesus is just a good man or a prophet mm -hmm. and that's why i think it's so important that people realize that god the son or jesus in the flesh um, was part of the trinity yeah 
Oh, absolutely. It, it all has to work out. Because if it doesn't, then all of that falls apart. Then that means the Holy Spirit's just some crazy ghost running around. You know what I mean? In all honesty, it's just, it, all of that has to fit. And But we, we, we try to spiritualize or try to put God in this box. And, and we just can't. When it comes to God, you know, it's like when we were talking prior to this lesson, this last week or two, you know, we talk about why does God get to make the rules? Because he's God. He gets, and if God makes rules that we don't like, that's tough. He's God. He can do that, you know. And if God, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Because I said. And because I said so, makes it right. My decision makes it the right decision. God's decision makes it the right decision. I always tell my brother because he'll so he wants to argue. And I'll be like, well, when you create your own universe and your own people, then you can determine, yeah, you can determine. <laughs> what they do and what's right. Yeah. God created you, so you do have the answer to heaven. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was I was reading through, and I come across, I like this guy, Matthew Poole. I, I read a lot of his stuff. Um, there are actually, of course, we're talking about the creation and that kind of stuff. Um, you know how many heavens there are in the Bible? <coughs> Three. Three. Yeah. Yeah. three. Three heavens in the Bible. So here you have Matthew chapter, let's, we're going to look at Matthew 26 and 24, Revelations 19, 17, Genesis 22, 17, and 2 Corinthians 12, 2. So I need four different people, if you don't mind, finding those for me. And whoever gets Matthew 26, 24. Son of man goeth as it is written of him. But woe unto that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It had been good for that man if he had not been born. No. Matthew 26, 24. What did you read? That's what she just read. That's Matthew 26, 24. 24, 26. You think it's 24, 26? You got it backwards. Maybe I have it backwards. Maybe it's 24, 26. It's all right. I found you. Don't do that again. The Germans are after that. Well, no, it's not that one either. That's going through the desert. They shall say unto you. No, not that one. Someone read Revelations nineteen seventeen. Where did I mess that up at? And I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God. All right, where are the fowls fly? In heaven. All right, so one of the terminologies for heaven is what we see, where the birds fly, where the clouds are, okay? Later on, it talks about the firmament and that kind of stuff, all right? So one of the versions of heaven is where the birds fly and all that kind of stuff. The second one, Genesis twenty-two seventeen. 17. That in blessing I will bless thee, and multiplying I will multiply thy seed as in the stars of heaven and in the sand which is upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. Where do the stars reside? In the heavens. In the heaven. 
Okay? So the cosmos, the stars, the sun, the moon, the galaxies, Star Wars. Okay? Well, that would be, I, I don't know if it's called the second heaven, but yes, it would be a, a second heaven. Okay? So that's where, that's another mention of heaven in the Bible. And thirdly, the last one, 2 Corinthians 12, 2. I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago, whether in the body I cannot tell, or whether out of the body I cannot tell. God knoweth. Such a one caught up to the third heaven. Where does that sound like? Where God is the actual heaven. The actual heaven. Where God was where God resides. What was the revelation one about the Nineteen seventeen. I mean it's where the birds are. It's where the, the it's between the atmospheric break and in the earth. Yeah. That that bit between the atmosphere and where all the birds fly and our airplanes fly and and all that kind of stuff. What's that? First heaven. Yeah, first heaven. Depends on how you're looking at it. But yeah. And and you're probably right. I mean, when you're looking from the earth, it would be the first, second, and then on and so forth. So, and and so the reason I bring this up is because when you're reading throughout the Bible, when you're studying in Scripture, and just because it says heaven, that doesn't necessarily mean it's talking about heaven. Okay? So you have to read Scripture to interpret Scripture, all right? And I don't know what, what happened there, but I'm way off on that one. Um, talked about. Let's see. Oh, twenty six sixty four. Jesus said unto him, Thou hast said, Nevertheless, I say unto you, Hereafter shall you see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of the power of God and coming in the clouds of heaven. Okay? 64. There you go. Yeah, you were close. That was close. That's right. Right church, wrong view. Yeah, right church, wrong view. So anyway. So there's, and I just wanted to throw that out there. I think that's interesting. Listen, when, when we're studying stuff, when, when you get confused about Scripture, generally will interpret Scripture. That's why it's very important for us to memorize and for us to study because it will throw us off. And, and like she was talking about the Trinity, that is really a tough one. But if you understand the Old Testament and the New Testament and the things to come, and, and then a lot of that plays in, I promise you, I guarantee you, if you read the Old Testament after reading the New Testament, things will come to light in the New Testament that you didn't even see. Because the Old Testament, people say, well, it's all boring. It's, it doesn't, doesn't, you know, doesn't apply to us. And there's a lot of it that it doesn't, except for that which is re-brought forth in the New Testament. Okay, But just like these, le these sermons were preaching, types of Christ, you see Christ in the temple um, Barry's going to preach on manna, you know, the rock. You see, which is amazing to me because the Jewish people still missed Christ as the Messiah. I mean, everything in the New Te Old Testament is revolved around the coming Messiah, and they still missed it, which is great to me because even though they had thousands of years, 
when I mess up, I'm like, well, at least I'm not as bad as the Jewish people, right? No. No. <laughs> no. But, it, but it, it enables me that it tells me that God does not give up on those that are constantly trying. Right? You know, his people are his people, and he don't give up on us, okay? So, what's that? Oh, man. So, anyway, um, the three heavens, all right? 64. There we go. Those are the three heavens. Just pay close attention to uh, when you're, you're studying that kind of stuff, all right? So how did the earth look? Genesis 1, 2. There you go. So there was nothing. God creates. He starts with this dark without form and void now without form could mean no shape who knows mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but it was obviously there was no land right because it talks about void which means there would have not been anything other than the waters okay so he began with he didn't even begin with dirt right it just what it was that's the earth was nothing it was a giant ball of water dark dark have you ever been in a room with no light yes. mm -hmm. caves. Mm -hmm. caves can you imagine i mean that was the entire world that's everything that was everything you know could you imagine not being able to see uh, that was just for me that was just in a cave situation wherever that was just crazy you can't even see your hand mm -hmm. in front of your face which i think is a beautiful metaphor because when we look at the lost people and we think, how can you not see? It's the same thing. They're in the dark. To them, they can't see. That's why we have to be the light. That's why we have to be the ones that show it to them. Because they themselves can't do it. And so that's how, um, that's how it started off. Now, I want to make um, some special notes here. I want to talk about... Three different things before we get into the rest of this. So-called Christianity has tried to make a way for evolution to fit into creation. And as far as I'm concerned, they have not read the verses we're about to read, which is the first chapter of Genesis. Okay. Nor have they read the first verse that we just read. Okay. There are three different... That are, that are kind of predominant. There are three different. It's all based around an old earth theory. So basically we all understand creation or evolution states the earth is millions of years and we came from a pile of goo minus the Big Bang Theory. That's where two random planets collided in the middle of nowhere and it's never ever happened again. Okay. So old earth. Hey, it's Jeremy. Old earth. How you doing, bud? I guess. Richie's boy. <laughs> um, so anyway, so there's three different forms of this. The first one is what's called the gap theory. All right? The gap theory or gap creation or ruin restoration creationism, whatever you want to call it, happens between verse 1 and verse 2 of creation. All right? Basically, this gives the answer to the evolutionaries millions of years. And what basically they said was, God created earth, 
fall of Satan happened. Chaos ensued. He wiped the planet completely clear. And then verse 2 starts. Now, he didn't recreate the new earth. He just wiped it completely out. Will, will you say that again? I'm sorry. I want to write it down. Well, it, it's... Not just write insanity, okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a lot to write. What it is, all right, creation, fall of Satan, chaos, recreation. And what is this? Gap theory. The gap theory. Basically, between verse 1 and 2, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and then all of a sudden, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the earth. They claim that this whole nother society and lifestyle and earth happened between one and two and then two on is for us okay and it's not really even clear i tried to look it up and mostly most people just say that at some point kind of like moses he wiped things out but only they say the reason why he restarted with noah was because before he wiped everything out and started fresh again this time he stuck with the original people through Noah and all that. I mean, you really are, they're really reaching for stuff. But it's its based upon the idea of trying to sympathize with the evolutionists who claim mm -hmm. falsely that the world is millions of years old, okay, based upon all their non-scientific evidence, all right? So that's gap theory. The second one is what's called progressive creationism. Basically, God started evolution. God created new forms of life. Um, actually, no, this one is God created new forms of life gradually throughout the hundreds of millions of years to combat the idea that, you know, basic creation says there's no way an eye was created because either it all works or it doesn't work, right? There's right. no way that it evolved. So how did people, you know, how, fish, what, committing suicide over and over, throwing itself up on the land and died until one of them survived, you know? So the idea of progressive creationism is that God interjected at certain points over these millions of years so that we could evolve. Why? Why, why would God have to do that? If he can create the earth, why would he then have to take millions of years and interjecting every once in a while? It's all trying to show fault in God. Yeah. It, well, it's all trying to rationalize man's thinking. Yeah. How do we, you know, they're, they're starting from the preface that evolution is right. So how can we fit that into our belief in God? And that's really what it was. It was, create, you know, it was Christians. It was believers in God who was trying to fit the world's theology in. Hello, welcome to 2019 American Christianity. Mm -hmm. Why doesn't the whole world, why the whole world recognizes the date? This is the year 2019. What? Yeah, if they were right, why is it 100 million to it? Well, just basically yeah. from where it started right from. That, the, the date is just from where they started. <laughs> the, Robert has your attention. That's just from where man started started dates. But I, I'm with you. I, I agree. Yeah, Real quick. It starts at Jesus Christ. Now they're trying to say it's they take away B.C. Yes. and all that because they're trying to deny that. But I've preached on that, and I've asked people that. I said, then why? If, if Jesus, nothing significantly in man's world like nothing was made like a new machine or the any kind of thing like that when yeah. jesus was there it was pretty much stabilized yeah. yet all time is split with jesus christ i said explain that well i said no i said 
everywhere in the entire earth, time is split when Jesus Christ came. I yeah, said that, that there's no other person or whatever you can bring up or even empire that yeah. split That's right. time. Yeah. I said, you explain that. I said, then we can start talking about all well, this Well, the, the thing is, is, is again, I, I don't expect the lost to understand this God thing. I don't expect them to understand all power. I don't expect them to grasp all that right off the bat. My issue is what we're combating here are so-called believers in God right. that are trying. That's uh, listen. The world is not. I mean, yeah, they're not against us. They're against Christ. The ones that are against us are those that are fake, those that are trying to take this stuff. And that's what frustrates me is those that aren't living a life and trying to make me out to be the bad guy because you're trying to meld the world and so-called Christianity together. And that's what these are. The last one that I wanted to mention is what's called theistic evolution or also known as evolutionary creationism. And that is the one where basically God was the one that that created the goo, and then he just left us to our own. I got a question. When Jesus was a child, did he uh, create uh, a clay bird or something? Uh, I don't know. Is there a story about that? I think that's, that's like um, extra Bible um, no. teaching. Or is it a, is it the Bible? Or is it, or is it, He's no. curious about it. That'd be something we'll have to, yeah. that'd be something we'll have to look up. Yeah. yeah, I think it's extra biblical. We'll hit the pastor up yeah. with that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, so that's why I just wanted to bring those up. And of course, there, there are hundreds. And I don't even need to uh, address evolution because, I mean, obviously none of that matches. I just want to bring out the fact that these are believers that are trying to teach us stuff. Yeah. And so listen, and that's why, again, we, we continue to say it is important for you to study the scriptures on your own. It's important for you to know the scriptures on your own because if you don't, you're going to be led astray by this kind of stuff. And, and that's why we have all the denominations. It's, that's not how God intended any of that. Robin? And as Christians, it doesn't mean we understand or like if you were a born again Christian, you'd get this. But we have faith and we trust and we believe it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's why it's important. It all. That's but, why it's important to be in a church that is. Bible believer, <coughs> you know. What did you label that theistic evolution? Theistic evolution. You said something. It's also known as evolutionary creationism, but theistic theistic evolution is the big name. It's all confusion. It's all confusion. And again, like I said, as we go through just the days of Genesis, it defeats most of that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so let's begin day one. Who can before we start reading? Who can tell me what was created in day one? Light. All right. Um, verses 3 through 5. Who read that one for me? And God All right, so so he creates light. The light he divides the light from the darkness. All right, so now we now we start that teaching of if we are the light, we're supposed to be separate from the dark. Right, he calls the day light, calls the dark night, 
And here is the very first creation of the day cycle. What is the day cycle? What does the last verse there say? <coughs> what is the first day? God called the light day and the darkness. He evening and the night. morning. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Evening and the morning. So he is specifying strictly that there is a time period that is a day. Now, there are also those people, and I didn't get into this one, but I'll just throw it out there, that buy into the fact that the six days of creation were actually 6,000 years. Because elsewhere in the Bible, it talks about a day is a thousand is a thousand, but that's talking about God being outside of time. It is very clear in the very first verse, he says, evening and morning equals day. He doesn't say 500 years of darkness and 500 years of light. He wasn't in Antarctica. Okay, that's not how that works out there. But All right. So, I mean, here we have the reference of what is a day. Um, and, and this account, can't account for millions of years for theistic evolution or, or any, evolution as a whole. One day, boom, there was light. It wasn't a thousand years or a million years, poof, there was light. All right. Um, Next day, day two. What was created in day two? Anybody? What's that? The firmament. The firmament. Read six through eight for me. And God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and I divide the waters from the waters. And God made a firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, and the evening and the morning were the second. So what heaven are they talking about? Has to be talking about the sky, right? Because it says it divides the waters. The clouds all contain that. Now we understand. Here you start getting into your scientific, um, you know, all your theories and stuff where the waters rain down and your cycles and all that kind of stuff. And God divides that. Now, clearly, this is the heaven we can see. This isn't where God created the heaven of heaven. Okay? Um but again, this was, he says, at the very, very end of that verse 8, he says what? And the evening and the morning was the second day. And this was the second day. It's interesting how God sees issues at the beginning. Yes. Now, <clears throat> Christians who are trying to apply an evolutionary theory of millions of years... We're only a couple verses in. How are you able to say millions of years when he is clearly saying, this is just day two. This is just day two. Here's the waters and here's the firmament. Evolutionary teaches all that stuff took millions of years to happen. God says, I did it, <coughs> I did it in two days. Go ahead. And there's a definite beginning and ending to each day. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I just, that's what I love. You can't read Genesis chapter one in, in, in doing that. All right, day three. What was created on day three? Land, sea, and uh, basic plants. Uh, read for me verses nine through 13. And God said, let the waters <clears throat> under the heaven be gathered together into one place and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth. And the gathering together of the waters he called seas, 
and God saw that it was good. And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass and herbs and yielding seed and fruit and trees and yielding fruit after its kind, whose seed in, is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after its kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God saw it was good. And the evening and the morning were the third day. So here you have a couple of things happening. Um, he brings, he, you know, he creates seas. Of course, the whole face of the earth was nothing but water. So he pulls it all up, brings the the earth up, right? He creates the earth. He gathers the waters together, calls them all seas. And then he starts bringing forth grass, grass herb, and tree. This starts off with what came first, the tree or the seed? He came together. The tree. The tree, the tree, the grass, all that came forth that produced the seeds to continue. It's also very interesting, several times he mentions that the trees produce what? Fruit. After its own kind. Plants after its own kind. Okay? A tree didn't start, you know, sprouting a man. Okay? Yeah. All right? It is very clear. Now, all of a sudden, now God starts talking about this will produce an exact copy. Okay? Now, we all know that at a certain point in time, things change. Was that uh, macroevolution? Microevolution? Anyway, the one where within itself, that's how we get the various forms of the same thing. Okay? But it doesn't the all genus. of a sudden. Huh? The genus. Yeah. You know, but it doesn't, all, you know, it doesn't start producing animals. You know what I mean? But God is saying over and over in this, this produces its kind. This produces its kind. And it's not even saying that it's going to do a different fruit. Like a lemon tree isn't going to bring a suddenly be an orange tree. Yeah. It's, it's its own kind. Of its own kind. So yeah, whatever tree this was created to be, be that that's what it's going always. to produce. Absolutely. Every time, over and over and over. Um, and then again, day three ends with what words? The evening and morning were considered to be. The third day. Okay? So here we're only into day three, and we have already learned that God was present, you know, God and even Christ was present, present prior to, that God is the one that is doing this. We have learned what a day is. We've also learned that biologically, plants can only produce its type of plant. And we're only on day three. Okay. Now, you have to intentionally disregard the word of God to fit any of those creation stories we, we were talking about earlier. You have to purposely try to spin the word of God so you can fit your worldly view in. And this is what this is why it's so dangerous. And this is why we're where we are. Because that's what happened to Adam and Adam to Eve. They took what God said applied it to what they wanted to think and then here we are and so we have to be very careful with how we were raised and what we were thought or what we thought was right when we come to God because it it sounds logical to us you know and it is hard but we have to change our thinking we can't make God fit into our line of logic okay and, and that's what we struggle with as 
I, I call it American Christianity. They were taking the world's views and trying to fit God into that so we can appease the lost people. Real quick, Jim. I say that's why it's important that you stick with the King James because you get into other quote-unquote versions and they'll change things around, which leads to some... Well, and, and listen, I'm a KJV proponent, okay? But I know a ton of KJV only people that are just as messed up as anybody else. <laughs> I mean, there it doesn't, I don't care what Bible you use, you can be jacked up across the board. But it's a whole lot easier with the other ones. I, I will agree to that. But <clears throat> yes. I have a, a question that comes from my 20 year olds. I grew up in the creation and stuff. They're all about, well, the scientists prove that it's millions and millions of years. How could Lord's days from this and this be, you know, a day when the science is proven it's taken three million years to do this one and this one and this one? What do I say to that? Um, go to AnswersInGenesis.org. Yep. Really? Yeah. Answers in Genesis. Take them to the Creation Museum. That'll jack them all up. <laughs> and, 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 I, and, and I'm not, listen, I'm not by no means a scientist, okay? What is that? AnswersInGenesis.org. Um, Ken Ham is fantastic when it comes to creation. He's, he's the one that had that Bill Nye debate and just slaughtered the guy. Yeah, he did. And Bill Nye's tried ever since to come back at him, and he still, he walked him around the new ark and tore him up. You know, they're just, you just can't argue this guy. Um, but the, it's, their, it's the way that they scientifically test, test the stuff. And that's what it is. The carbon dating and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff, they can't account all for things. the columns. I mean, when the flood was around, they found fossils and stuff that shouldn't be on top of mountains that are. You know, then they want to say that the floods never really happened. There's all kinds of stuff. It's a theory, but they live it like it's a fact. If they would just admit that it's a theory, then that's fine. But a fact is something that you can see happen. You know, a scientific method is something that you physically preserve, preserve, you physically observe happen. Okay? Well, you can't. It's all a theory. If they will admit that it's a theory, then we can start working off the same base, you know, because I can't prove God created the earth. I wasn't standing there. I have my evidence, yeah. what I believe, you know. So I would, uh, that's the, he is fantastic. Oh, Take them all down to the Creation Museum. Oh, yeah. There's some tapes they have out too that are awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he's got uh, all kinds of stuff. But, all right, so we got to wrap up there. Um, we'll continue the rest of those verses through all the way through 31. All right, through six. Um, study those. Take a look at those. Don't forget your memory verses. Um, let's try to memorize this. I may call on somebody. <coughs> what do you think about that? Are we going to be tested? I'm pretty on much no. We are. That will pretty much already. Yeah, you will be by the world. <laughs> by the world. All right. So just um, do the. If you get a chance, or your final break, it will be part of your grade. If you get a chance, read over that. Um, if you want to keep your notebooks here, just put your names on them, stack them up in the window, or leave them on the table, however you want. So, what's your summary for day three? Do you call it day three?